0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
1: How's it going, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome to Episode 71 of the Great British Chiefs show with your boys from the kingdom representing the kingdom. Myself, Brad Simcox, and Headlines editor, Tom Childs. This week, Tom and I are obviously going to be reveling in the Chiefs' victory over the Cincinnati Jabronis in the AFC Championship game. Plus, we'll also be reviewing the NFC Championship game between the San Francisco 49ers and the Philadelphia Eagles. But
2: first... Good afternoon, Cincinnati. I have a proclamation from the desk of the mayor. Be it proclaimed, whereas the Cincinnati Bengals are headed to Burrowhead Stadium for their second consecutive AFC championship game. Whereas Joseph Lee Burrow, who's 3-0 against Mahomes, has been asked by officials to take a paternity test confirming whether or not he's his father. We'll see y'all in Burrowhead we the Here he's got third and 18, making three consecutive, and that, believe it or not, for Chris Jones. Again, time for Mahomes. He's got McKinnon, dancing around the 10. the ten. Now looking long. Down the field he goes, and it's right back to Valdez. Scantling at a completion. Is it there? It's on. Kelsey with the touchdown on fourth and one. This is all Kelsey and Mahomes. Bro, up top, and he is intercepted by Watson on the pocket, on the run to the end zone. It's caught on his back. foul there, Scantling. I could see him for a while down the field to Higgins. Oh, and it's tapped away and intercepted. check Brad, waiting for him. It. Pacheco to the 40, and the Chiefs get a big boost! Here comes Chris Jones, after him! Chris Jones got him! Takes off, and this is why he's out there! That's Scott Moore near the 50! Here's Mahomes rolling out on third and four. he's gonna go for the, Ash, he's got the marker, and he's got the out-of-bounds to stop it, and Osai was hurt as he hit the bench, and a flag's coming in to put him 15 yards closer! 40-yard field goal attempt to go to the Super Bowl. For 45 yards, all the way, it's good. Ah! Woo! Yeah. in my ass! Yeah. Hey, I've got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. You gotta fight for your right to ball!
1: Well, Tom, when you pray for rain, you've got to deal with the mud, right?
3: When you pray for rain, you've got to deal with the mud. Is that, <laughs> is that on a beer mat somewhere?
1: Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. No, it was on a film. It was on some,
3: some film. I think it might have been
1: Equalizer, I think.
3: Is that the one with Denzel
1: Washington? Yeah, I think it it's was a good on film, that. a film, Yeah, it is a good film,
3: yeah. I've not seen the second one. But, no, good film. Do you know who's got Time to watch that film? Joe Burrow <laughs> you know who's watching a different type of film Patrick Mahomes <laughs> oh, mate we are smug as hell on this aren't we I am unbelievably smug right now <laughs> for a number a number of reasons but first and foremost the Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl again <laughs> <laughs> for the third time in four years. Yeah. Like, I remember thinking, I'd love to see this team in one Super Bowl one day. Yeah. I like wouldn't even mind year. if they didn't win it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know what you mean. I what you mean. It. Like, I remember like the Damon Hewitt days, the Brody Croyle days, the Trent Green, not even Trent Green, because Trent Green, they were close, but like, yeah. you know, the Tyler Palco, Brady Quinn, Matt Castle days, thinking, oh, I'd just like for this team just to get there once. Because you're watching all these other teams that, yeah. Because it seems inevitable that everyone will have their turn eventually. But it's just not the way it works in the NFL. You can't take them for granted, Super Bowls. Nope. And here we are, with our third in four years. It's just... It's like, honestly, we are witnessing the the, the greatest generation mm-hmm. of Kansas City Chiefs. Like You can put money on they It will never be as good as this, ever, no. for Kansas no. City fans. Ever. You're never, you're never ever going to have... This combination of Mahomes, Kelsey, and Reed, or anything like it. Mm. And I know there were other players involved, I know, but let's just take those for example. You're never going to get to that sort of level ever again. You're never going to have that combo of Mahomes and Reed. You're never going to have a coach as good as Reed pair with a quarterback as good as Mahomes, ever. So this is truly like the golden age of Chiefs football. Yeah. Even in a thousand years, you're looking back, if the world's still here in a thousand years, in a thousand years, you're looking back. And the Kansas see Chiefs, I know they might be playing in Montana by then. I don't know. But anyways, you look back at the history of this team and it will still be like that period from the 2017 draft through to what we're hoping will be what 2035, 2036 will be the greatest period of Chiefs football. And we just have to enjoy every single minute of it because what this team is doing at the moment is just unbelievably special. They're in the Super Bowl again. I can't believe it.
1: Just going back to what you were saying, yeah, I mean, the I, I do actually remember thinking just just to see them in a Super Bowl. Yeah, doesn't matter if they didn't win it or anything. I just want to see my team in a Super Bowl. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who thought the same thing. You just said it. And I was like, yeah, that was exactly me. I'm sure there's other Chiefs fans out there that were thinking, just just once in my lifetime, please. I just want to see them do it. Mm-hmm. And like you said, we're in a golden age now. We're in a golden era of Chiefs football. I'm not I'm not even gonna go as far as saying it's a dynasty yet because it ain't it's it's unfair to say it's a dynasty dynasty yet because they haven't got the rings. But honestly, if they get this one, we can it's start absolutely talking a dynasty. about it. Now. We can absolutely it's start talking
3: absolutely about it a dynasty. Then, one game away about, from a dynasty. Well talking about like t- let's take sorry let's take winning this, this Super Bowl aside. You mentioned like getting to the Super Bowl is enough. This particular game was like that. I've never, ever wanted the Chiefs to win a game as much as I wanted them to win on Sunday. Absolutely. Like, obviously, we talked about the Super Bowl and that being enough. You're happy to be there. Winning it is a bonus. Of course, you wanted to get the monkey off our back. You wanted to get that that one, that first one in 50 years. And that was great. But when we played the 49ers, it was just like, wow, I can't believe my team is here. Mm -hmm. This game on Sunday was completely different. For me, it was... Sound the alarm. It was almost like Arsenal Tottenham-esque for me this game on Sunday. I was unbelievably nervous, like unbelievably amped up for this game. Like I woke up on Sunday morning... And it was like 15 hours till kickoff. And I was sitting there thinking, what the hell am I going to do for the next 15 hours to get my mind off this game? Because it's all I could think about. I went to bed thinking about it. Woke up Sunday morning thinking about it. In the end, I decided to take like a four-hour nap in the afternoon just to kill some time. I missed Brighton beating Liverpool in the FA Cup. I missed all sorts going on. My kids were playing lovely downstairs. I thought I'm going to go for a nap. And I woke up and I looked at the time and I was like, oh, I've still got eight hours until kickoff. How the hell am I going to kill this? Enough because Because... This 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 game was just eating away me all week. It's all I could think about was the, the Bengals. You've got to beat the Bengals. You cannot put up with another year of thinking about how we can't get over this team. We cannot have the Bengals fans using our people saying, oh, Joe Burrow is a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. Like, they're the kings of the AFC. You just couldn't deal with it. I couldn't deal with going back to Cincy Jungle next week or next season. And having to part with smug Bengals fans again. So this game, when I was sitting there thinking about it, I, I even tweeted and it, and it got a lot of love, actually, and a lot of people agreed with me. I was like, I've never wanted to win a game as much as so I want the Chiefs to win this particular game on Sunday. And when they did eventually win it, this it was almost like this huge sense of relief that I didn't have to put up with the crap that was going to come our way.
1: I went hunting Bengals. That's what I did.
0: Um... You a little bit sick for hunting? Oh no, I'm great, honey. I'm great. Oh, I'm going. Right? <laughs>
1: right? <laughs> as soon as the game ended, that was it. I didn't go straight to bed. I mean, he finished. Well, what did the game finish here? About half two, three o'clock, something like that. All I wanted to do was was get on socials and just and just, just cash cashing receipts left, right, yeah. and centre. That's yeah. all I felt like doing because we put up with a lot this week yeah. because there was a there was so much disrespect and it wasn't just from the media this was from actually from the actual opposition as well yeah, yeah. we've never seen this level of disrespect from another team in well since the i suppose the patriots i suppose i don't know yeah, yeah. but even then we didn't have we didn't have the kind of build up that we had or that we, we we didn't have the kind of resume that we've got now to to say that well we you know we we, we were the bengals basically to the to the patriots at the time because we didn't go we, we didn't have much behind us, did we, in in no. terms of like hardware, silverware, um, or anything to actually crow about other than actually being reaching an AFC Championship game. But I still don't think the Chiefs fans were this bad than yeah. what the Bengals fans were when they've reached two AFC Championship games back-to-back. I yeah. mean, granted, if they went on and, went and won the Super Bowl last year, yeah, absolutely crow about it, but you didn't win it. This <laughs> year, you came to a team that has, has, has played in five AFC Championship games back to back to back to back to back, and you, the level of disrespect that the Chiefs got, Mahomes got as well. I mean that that Cincinnati mayor talking in absolute utter shit about you know paternity <laughs> tests and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know that level of trash talk that came directly from the team, Burrowhead and everything. You know Hilton with his Burrowhead talk. That is what was different about this. If it was just fans talking all this, I don't think we would have mattered. It wouldn't have been as 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 kind of high stakes as what this game felt like. If it was just the fans, it was because the players were talking the (laughs) shit. It meant that the Chiefs players were like going, "Right, we're gonna we we cannot leave our head without a victory. We cannot leave our head without victory." And there was so much on the line. We said about it in the first. Uh, well, in the, the previous episode, we we talked about this game being almost like a legacy-defining game yeah. for Patrick Mahomes, and he has to win this game no matter what. This is the game he has to win. I'm not even looking at the Super Bowl right now. I'm still looking back at the, 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 the Bengals game because yeah. this was a sweet victory, and how it all came about because of the lack of receivers that he had. He had three receivers that went down. He was on one leg. Yeah, The running game wasn't really established in this game, but the way that the Chiefs won this game was sweet. It was absolute
3: sweetness. I would like to know what the Chiefs would have done to this team if they were completely healthy. Oh, they'd have destroyed them. Yeah, I think they would have. And I don't think that's being talked about enough either. Yeah, the Bengals had some offensive linemen missing, but they pretty much had everyone available to them. Tyler Boyd went out the game and come back in. The, the Chiefs had no one. They had no one, basically, by the end of this game. You, you're, you're running out there with Sky Moore and Marcus Kemp as you like, get to second and third wide receiver. Yeah, Kelsey was there, but Kelsey was apparently carrying a back injury into the game. You have got Mahomes hobbling around on one leg, and we still beat them. I know Kelsey said it in his podcast that he hoped for a rematch with the Bengals. Like Soon after they had the fumble, and, and back in Cincinnati in, in December, he mentioned how he wanted to have them have them again. I think that was evidently clear from across the board for this team that they really wanted to play this particular team and give them what for because they've been close to beating them. And unfortunately, that you can give the Bengals all the credit and they do deserve the credit for beating us three times. But the Chiefs gave them a huge helping hand in all three of those occasions. And the Chiefs know that all three of those games were very, very winnable. Like in the first matchup you had, for example, you had Charveris Ward and the all-out blitz on fourth and 28, that don't go that way. Then we we win that game. In the AOC Championship game, we don't make the mistake before the half and we put up even a single touchdown in the second half of that game. We win that game. The one in December, Travis Kelsey has the ball. Uh, if he doesn't fumble, the Chiefs go up two scores and probably win that game. So they know, they knew that they had the Bengals number they just weren't able to put it to- all together. And then it comes to a game in the AFC Championship game and you have Juju missing, you have Tony missing, you have Hardman missing, you've got Kelsey and back problems, you've got Mahomes on one leg, and the Chiefs still managed to beat this team. And this team that was crowing so much. Like you, oh, like you, If you're going to talk that much, you need to back it up because yeah. the sh- that they gave the Bengals... Uh, the Bills last week and the shit that they gave us in the last two weeks. Honestly, you'd have thought you were playing like the nineties Bulls. Honestly, you would have thought you're playing the best team of all time. They could just trash talk their way through any game because they're that good. But face it, Cincinnati, you aren't that good. You are a very good team. You are right up there with the teams, and um, the, the best in the league, but you're not on a level with this Kansas City team. When this Kansas City team puts it together, the Bengals cannot cope with a team like that. And I'm just enjoying watching everyone run Bengals fans out of town like Mowgli's got a fire, a bit of fire and Cheer Khan's running away from it. I'm honestly it's 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 so good. Honestly, it's so good. Like like the last 10 minutes of jungle book is like a metaphor for what happened in the AFC Championship game. And it, it's just it's it's been incredible. To watch the, gym. Oh, I've done it. Everyone's gone after the mayor of um, oh. Cincinnati. Everyone's done it.
1: The whole um, of Chiefs
3: Kingdom though was just like yeah. you said. I think, I think everyone was the same as what we were doing. As soon yeah. as that game
1: finished, it was like straight to socials.
3: Yeah,
1: and, exactly. And like I tell you what, how many tumbleweeds did you see on social media? <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. Shut U- up. I'm in an NFL UK Facebook group. Um and there was a Bengals fan that started a post complaining about the refs of course they were complaining about the refs yeah yeah and there was underneath it was comment after comment after comment from Bengals fans saying oh my home's this refs this oh, blah, blah 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 excuses 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 <laughs> yeah exactly so I just went straight in it, left the comment and my comment said I'm just leaving this comment so I get notifications on this post <laughs> <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> that was it I, I, I haven't actually made a trip to Cincy Jungle yet. I, I will do. There's There's one particular Bengals fan that come after me last week. Yeah. Um. Even though I thought Five Questions was very, I don't know, polite of me last week. Respectful, mate, you see. It was respectful. respectful like, exactly. Yeah. It was respectful the way I um, applied myself in five questions last week, but you know some Bengal fans still want to go at me for what I said in December. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna pay a little bit of attention to the Cincy Jungle uh, comment section over the next few weeks, and if I see that particular person pop up in the comments, I'm gonna uh, go at them. Yeah, yeah, I think there's a petition. But I'm not petty. I'm not petty, mate. Honestly, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> no, there's
1: a petition going around at the moment. I don't know if you've seen it, but they're trying to get a redo of the game. Oh, for fuck's sake, really? <laughs> yeah, there's one going. It's had about 200 signatures so
3: far. So, uh,
1: yeah, good luck with that. Good luck with that.
3: they uh, can't <laughs> even get an online petition to get free uh, kids, free school meals in this country. How's it going to get a rematch of the uh, well, NRC championship game? Anything just, can happen
1: over in America, mate.
3: Anything can happen. Just yeah, I know. Online petitions. <laughs> I, I don't know about. I don't know where I stand on online petitions. No. Like, I, what's wrong I, with a What's I, wrong with a good old strike?
2: Everybody out! Everybody
3: out! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as easy you, so you can have Bengals fans outside uh, Arizona Cardinal Stadium, just so you yeah. know. <laughs> It should be us. It
2: should be
1: us. It should be us. <laughs> no, I, yeah. It, just going over the, the level of disrespect
3: was was Oh yeah. speaking of disrespect. I don't I know you've seen his video. We have to talk about that Eagles fan and Joey Bosa.
1: Oh yes, we do. That, that was video. ultimate trolling from that uh that Eagles fan.
3: Yeah. I Would you would you have the balls to do something like that? Joey Bosa? No. <laughs> <laughs> It's just the way, if you haven't watched the video, Cheese Kingdom, honestly, just search Joey Bosa on Twitter or socials or YouTube, it will pop up. But essentially, it's just um, Eagles fan taunting Joey Bosa because he has to watch his brother in the ASU Championship game. He's not actually playing in one. And um, so, yeah, he um, he taunts Joey Bosa, and Joey Bosa just decides to turn around and go, yeah, well, whack you, whack you, and give it all of that. And then he's like, <laughs> okay. <And> then- <laughs> And someone's mentioned fines. He's like, I can pay my fines. I can pay my fines because I can afford it because I'm rich. <laughs> yeah, and the Eagles fan. Like, so, so can I. can <laughs> I. It's amazing. <laughs> now that. See, fan trash talking is funny. Yeah. And it is funny. But um, the mayor or the mayor of Cincinnati just, I, I, when Travis Kelsey called him out. That was I, class. I, I, Honestly, that has to be on his hall of fame. I like real. It has to be. Because what I love, what I love about Travis Kelsey, right? It's because me and him are basically the same age, right? Yeah. And and I look at his and Jason Kelsey's relationship, and it is very, very similar to myself and my brother's relationship. And you look at the things that they're interested in, sports, wrestling, all that stuff, and it reminds me a lot of me and my brother. And when he does stuff, especially wrestling related. It just hits home because he clearly watched the same era of wrestling as I did. Yeah, clearly did like and obviously, so he's in that like a late nineties, early two thousands WWF Attitude era, right? Yeah. When it, when wrestling was at its absolute peak. So when he comes in with the when he comes in with the Rock quote, like "know your role and shut your mouth." A, it reminded me of how good those two games were on the PlayStation One, by the way. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> and, and B, it just made me die. Honestly, they need, to, they need to get The Rock back in doing the Super Bowl promotions, like the entrances this year for the Super Bowl. He's our because, mate, The
1: Rock, isn't he? He's our mate.
3: Yeah, they, honestly. We'll because, ask him.
1: We'll get, we'll get him asked. Yeah. Actually, he's saying that. Have you seen he's retweeted Kelsey's kind of speech?
3: Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, it looked good, that. Yeah, it, it, yeah. game recognises game,
3: clearly. Do you reckon, because obviously Gronk's giving it a go, can you see Travis Kelsey like making his way into the WWE?
1: I think, do you know what? I think after saying that, I think there's a way in. Yeah. Um oh, it, it,
3: What? No, I was going to just say, I'm trying to get my way into the WWE. Because, oh, you'll um, in, I won't. Yeah, because you know, John Cena started following me on Twitter last week. What?
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: I don't know why, but John Cena started following me on Twitter. Clearly that blue um,
1: check mark well, you've got,
3: mate, isn't it? Maybe, maybe he's here just for my Chiefs takes, my excellent Chiefs takes. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I um, immediately DM'd him. He's not got back to me. The first, first thing I DM'd him was, how many retweets of me versus you at Mania? <laughs> <laughs> it's not gone back to me yet. I'll if let you know. Says,
1: if he says two, I'm definitely retweeting. <laughs> <laughs> uh... No, let's 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 carry on with this game a little bit more, because there's a there's a few more shout-outs we're going to give here on this, because um, we talked about Mahomes, we talked about Kelsey, but we've got to talk about the defensive side, because Chris Jones was an absolute monster in this game. This was one of those games where he was just like, over my dead body, are you going to get anything past me on this game? And he was lights out the best defensive player on the field there.
3: Best defensive? I think he was the best player on the field. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
1: he was definitely a a, a massive uh, kind of turning point in this game because from from never getting to Joe Burrow to suddenly getting to him in what, three or four times in the first quarter, I mean, that wasn't just Chris Jones alone. Obviously, that was the obviously, the, the complete pass rush. But mm-hmm. having Jones do that and he was still getting double teamed.
3: Yeah. I've got some stats for you here. Go on. Kind of see uh, our colleague, uh, our head pride, Caleb James. Yeah. In 45 pass rush downs, Chris Jones was double teamed 30 times and triple teamed twice. What? He won or affected a play on 10 of those reps he was doubled on. On his 13 downs being blocked one on one, He won 11 of them. Total two sacks, 10 pressures, five QP hits, and one holding call. That is monstrous. That was one of the best defensive performances I've ever seen. Yes. Ever. That was monstrous. That. Like, yeah, if Aaron Donald, if he wore a 99 Rams jersey, that performance would be talked about a hell of a lot more. It was.
1: Is that getting uh, Hank Hart? I
3: I genuinely think it was Chris Jones' best game as a Chief. Yeah. And he's had so many good games as a chief. And obviously it was great that he come in the playoffs because how many games was it? 11 games, they said, or 13 yeah. games he's had without a sack in the playoffs. But for him to come in and dominate a game like that was just on. Un- Real, like you can tell that he'd been thinking a lot about what happened last year and the miss sack that he had on Joe Burrow, mm. and you could tell that he was well. He'd mentioned it. He heard all the Burrow head stuff. He he brought it up in his post game.
1: Oh, they were brilliant but, as well,
3: mind But his his performance was just incredible. And and I sit there, and every time he does something good, I just want to go at the let's trade Chris Jones crowd because. Mm there are people out there. There's one particular person that's leading it, but there's a few people that agree with it. And I just don't, I just don't understand why, yeah. how you can watch that guy play football and think, oh yeah, it'd definitely be worth, you know, just getting a couple of extra first round picks for what to do. What? So what's a draft a player that's not as good as Chris Jones.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Like
3: we've already drafted away one elite, uh, uh, traded away one elite player in the form of Tyreek Hill. That's worked out. That's fine because we have Mahomes. We don't have um, an equivalent of Chris Jones on the defense, mm-hmm. and we certainly aren't going to draft one. Do you know why? Because he's almost like a generational type lineman. Mm-hmm. He's that good. He's up like he's been the best defensive line, defensive tackle in the league for like, or well, up there in the top three for the last four or five years now. He's about to get paid like it. I guarantee he becomes the highest paid defensive tackle in football. Well, but he, why he would you, why 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 would you want to get rid of that guy? Yeah. Just he's not, he's an all pro. He he sets the tone of defense, and he's just turned up in the biggest game of his last couple of years, and turned up and had the best game of his entire career. Why why would you want to get rid of that guy? I I just cannot, I cannot like entertain that conversation about tra- training Chris Jones. And the the more. Great performances he puts in. The quiet, the trade Chris, Trains, uh, trade Chris Jones crowd is becoming because they they need to know their role and shut their mouths. The jabronis,
1: <laughs> the jabronis, <laughs> yeah, they do. No, you're right though. You, you don't trade away somebody like that. I mean, yeah, trading away Tyreek Hill was was very different because, like I said, we we still had somebody like Kelsey who was it was there. And we have yeah. Mahomes as well. I mean, clearly Mahomes makes everything click. We saw in that previous game mm. that you know the Bengals game, you know he was passing to Marcus Kemp. You know, and he was making things happen. So yeah. it doesn't matter who you put it wide receiver, Mahomes is going to at least have a connection with yeah. them or at least make some plays with them. I mean, look at MVS. MVS had a 100-plus yard game.
3: Yeah.
1: Another was, one who had his best game as a Chief. Yeah, it was fantastic. You know, anything that was going towards him, it was, it was hitting him like glue. It was great. Yeah. But like you said, on the other side, you've got Chris Jones. That's it.
3: Yeah. In, tr- in terms of like, like obviously, you could you can argue Legarius Sneed, but yeah. in terms of top tier elite talent for their position. Yeah. You only have Chris Jones. In and th- th- we need to give love to the other defensive linemen because oh, they, they all had... Ex- Mike Dana had an unbelievable first half. Frank Clark had a great game. Carl Kyle got himself a sack. But yep. I do find it funny that the Chiefs said that they, they kept back stuff from the December matchup because they had a feeling they'd be playing them yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah. They didn't use that weapon of... I don't know if you've seen the breakdown from Dan Oloski about how they, how they line the four uh, defensive linemen all wide. uh, One on the outside of the tack, two on the outside of the tackles and then the other two interior, just on the inside shade of the tackles more on the, on the guards outside shoulder, which basically left the center on an Island and one-on-one matchups across the board. They didn't show that front at all in the game in Cincinnati back in December. They saved it for this particular game and it, they sh- they showed that front eight times they had success with with most of it so you have to give spags some some credit as well when it comes to this game because he called an unbelievable game and the the the, the defense across the board defensive line linebackers and secondary were excellent like the young corners like when oh. Sneed went out i thought oh my gosh we've now got McDuffie, williams and watson versus I remember you Chase, saying that
2: was Boyd, yeah.
3: Higgins and I was like how if we don't get home with this pass rush at all this is going to be the longest game ever because Joe Burrow is just going to pick us apart and even when and it, even when the pass rush didn't get home the Chiefs corner stepped up mm. they 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 stepped up there was a clear plan to double Jamar Chase at times with the safety play. If they weren't, when they weren't doubling, they played two safeties deep to stop anything over the top. Okay. Like T Higgins obviously had his amazing catch, but that sometimes you just have to say, right. Good offense beats good defense. And he did. Um, but there was a plan there. And when, when they needed to make plays, the corners made plays. Jalen Watson had himself an interception. Like you hardly heard Joshua Williams name called at all. That wasn't because he wasn't on the field. He was on the field, but when he, when he was called upon, he'd done a good job. Same with Brian Cook. He had a couple of, well, you can argue boneheaded plays, but at least he was around the ball. And then it comes to this deep pass from Joe Burrow on fourth and whatever it was, and it's Brian Cook making the amazing play on the ball, which then tips it into Joshua, Joshua Williams's hands. It's just across the board, and especially in that secondary, the Chiefs' defense was just unbelievable, holding that offense with that quarterback and those receivers to twenty points in a high-pressure stakes like that. Freaking fantastic! Imagine having the balls and the foresight. To actually think, we're going to keep something back because we
1: know we're going to play the Bengals in the playoffs. Imagine mm. having that in your in your mind and thinking we're not mm. going to show our full hand here, especially That's when ballsy. it was going badly. Yeah, that was ballsy because yeah, we know what the Chiefs Kingdom's like. If if we lose a game against a, a, a team like that in the in the in the season, yeah, we still we still feel as though oh man, we 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 missed out there. I mean, we lost missed out again on another three point game there. Mm-hmm. But to have that baldiness and that kind of, you know, just that yeah. kind of, like I said, that that foresight to think, no, we, we're we're going to make sure we just hold a little bit back here because yeah. we're not going to make we, we're not going to make the mistake yeah. in the playoffs. And to do that and for it to pay off, I mean, fair play to to Spags. I mean, I I've I've called Spags a few times. I must admit, I'll I'll admit that because I didn't see that the Chiefs were changing much in the defensive side of things, but yeah. the players that he's brought in and the schemes that he's managing to he's he's learning from a lot of it as well
3: mm-hmm. he's
1: he's managing to not only adapt during the game but he's adapting pre-game as well so he's got a good yep. game plan that's what I've been enjoying a lot more about this defense this year i've i've i spoke up highly about this defense all year because mm-hmm. i felt that there was there was that scheme there that was was everybody was on board with it everybody knew the role even the rookies the rookies have been absolutely brilliant i mean yeah the end of the day, they're gonna have some few little hiccups here and there, but again, yeah, the rookies at the end of the day. And and that's just another thing, another string to Patrick Mahomes' ball. That we've now got a team that's full of rookies. I mean, I think somebody said, was it Nick Might had said that the, the only other team that had uh more rookies was the Texans? Yep. Yeah. And the Chiefs have managed to get to a Super Bowl with theirs. I mean, what yeah, in
3: what world is that does that make sense? Yeah. You just have to give credit to Brett Veach. Yeah. You have to. Veach is like, a wizard. Yeah. And we've debated on Brett Veach previously. Like, I think he has a lot of redeeming factors, but there's some things that I look at and think I just don't make sense. But if he's going to have this output from draft classes now, you're talking what two draft classes in a row, yeah. which have had like tangible output, like that's got the Chiefs to the AFC championship game at minimum. And you get, you've got this game on Sunday where, you're expecting a lot out of rookies. You're, you get Carlaftus Watson, Williams, Sky Moore, Brian Cook. Who else? Trent McDuffie. Like you don't even you, like Trent McDuffie doesn't even think you don't even look at Trent McDuffie and go, oh, he's a rookie corner. Like when but you don't. talk about the rookie, when you talk about the rookie corners, you don't go, you don't go Trent McDuffie. You straight away go Watson and Williams. Yeah, you don't think of McDuffie. <laughs> you do don't that. think of McDuffie as a as a rookie at all because he's just coming and taking a leak by storm. But yeah, you look at this Chiefs team. And the rookies and the contribution they're getting from it—it's just like bring on. Like obviously, I want the Super Bowl. We're looking for the Super, Bowl, but look, look yeah, at April yeah. when when April comes and we've got a drafting. in City and we've got eleven draft picks. Yeah, like, it's yeah. just just another opportunity for the Chiefs to retool again because if just they carry on getting this kind, carry on getting this kind kind of impact from their their draft classes, then. The Chiefs, the Chiefs window, which is already wide open because they've got Mahomes, but the, the window will just keep extending and extending and extending. And it means you can afford to pay the guys like Chris Jones when they want their massive contract. You can pay them. You can pay them it because mm. if you're getting contributions from the rookies elsewhere in in, in defensive backfield, for example, in, in linebackers and in the rest of the defensive line, then you can afford to pay your true superstar like Chris Jones. It's just been an absolute magic show from Brett Veach in the way that, He's built this team.
1: Thing, uh, the thing mostly that I've enjoyed about the, seeing the rookies is it came to light more so in this last game because how many times did we look at Sky Moore taking the punt returns and we were thinking, oh my god, oh my god, not now, please not now. Yeah.
3: Well, I said it. He's we watched. We watched the game together. Yeah. And when we got the stop with thirty seconds to go, I said to you, I said, I wish Skymore wasn't returning this. This day he could fumble this and the Bengals yeah. could get the ball. That's what I said to you. We all and... thought it, though. Every time I yeah. saw him in net, we're thinking,
1: oh, yeah. God, no, please. He stepped up. And it wasn't just him. All of the rookies stepped up. And even yeah. the practice squad members <laughs> yes. stepped up. That's the beauty of this team, like we were saying before. They were dialed into this game. Mm-hmm. They were massively dialed into this game. But it, like I said, it wasn't just this game. The rookies have been on board with everything. They've stepped up in big moments, stepped up in big games. Yes, they've had a few little hiccups now and again, but they've consistently been excellent uh, yep. for for their own rookie season that is a huge success for this team and yep. I really can't I really can't wait I, I'm actually looking forward to the draft like you were saying I mean yeah we've got a Super Bowl to look forward to but I'm looking forward to the draft now because you were saying 11 picks even seventh rounders now look at Brock Purdy <laughs> mystery Irrelevant, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. We've got a lot of seventh rounders. We could have, you know, we we could pick up some, some good value there with
3: Veach. Yeah. yeah, but we're we're not part of the Arrowhead Pride draft content. We never will be. But um <laughs> He looks good. I, can I just say Hassan Reddick? He was my draft crush. Yeah, yeah, we can get we can talk about the Eagles. Yeah. Later. We'll talk
1: about him in a minute.
2: Yeah. Um
3: <laughs> the the special teams. Talk about redemption for them. On Sunday night. Oh, God, yeah. I I was nervous with every kick that Harrison Bucker took on Sunday I've, because you knew that points were going to come at a premium yeah. and they were going to be incredibly vital every time. But not just Harrison Butker. You mentioned Sky Moore stepped up. The In general, the coverage on punt returns was better and kick returns, it was better this week. Tommy Townsend had himself a good game. And then, of course, with eight seconds left, Harrison Bucker hits the game-winning field goal. Talk about redemption as for for that particular unit in that particular scenario. It was just you have to you have to give kudos. Even yeah. I, know, I know I know I've given Dave too a lot of crap on this podcast this year. A lot of it. And you know I have. But you have to hold your hands up and say, Uncle Dave, your boy stepped up when it mattered most. So well done. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, do you
1: think the Chiefs would have actually gone ahead and won this if there wasn't the added spice of the trash talk?
3: Yes, I do. I still would have won it. Yeah, I I, I do. I think it helped. And, like, I, you you know me, I'm very much of the opinion why do you need trash talk to motivate yourself to win the Super Bowl, to get to the Super Bowl? Like, surely that should be enough. Obviously, it does help when you've got someone like the mayor of Cincinnati just talking absolute nonsense on (laughs) social media. Wait, he has such a slappable face. (laughs) He does. Yeah,
1: he does. Yeah, he does. You know what
3: I mean? Yeah. Like it's just all like plastic and just like oh I don't know I just looked at him and I, he looks like and a politician watching, doesn't he oh you know, he does doesn't he I just when I was when I was watching it I was thinking oh gosh oh god I probably can't repeat well I probably can't say what I want to say because they might take me <laughs> off air but you know what I mean it's just he just got one of those faces. And then the way he talks and the way he talks about Joe Burrow, oh my gosh! Anyway, but anyway, that's clearly what the effect it had on the Chiefs because they fought the same as me. Yeah, and you know that if Travis Kelsey could get a hold of him, he would have rock bottomed him. But oh, yeah. um, yeah, yeah, I I I think it helped, and I, but I don't think it was the deciding factor. I think there was enough there for the Chiefs. They were so clearly pissed off about how last season ended, especially mm-hmm. with holding the lead that they did in that particular game. That I don't think it made too much of a of a difference. Um, Do you feel sorry for the uh, Joseph Asai? Was it Joseph Asai? Um, be honest. Do you feel sorry for him? I did when I saw the He Essentially, him, by the way, he essentially is the Bengals version of default.
1: Yeah. I don't think he's going to be playing there <laughs> for much longer, but I, th- I think I felt sorry for him when I saw him put the helmet on. Yeah. The way he put the helmet on and I thought, yeah, fair one. I mean, we've all we like you said we've been there. We we've seen that. We've seen that from players before, where you know moments like that. I mean, look at Lynn Lin Elliott. Mm. We're never going to get over Lynn Elliott. <laughs> he's been in his in his field goal misses, are we, and things. So I can understand it. You know that that play is going to live long in the Bengals' memory as well because they haven't won a Super Bowl yet. and They've been so close to it, and yeah. they are. He, he's going to be victimized, and that's that. That it's sad to think that, but you know that this sport is about fine margins. And to have a play like that, I mean, if you saw from the sideline, I've, I've actually seen it in slow motion. There's players on the sideline. As soon as he pushed Holmes, the players and the coaching staff put their the hands on their heads before the flag was even thrown. Yeah, They knew, they knew straight away, that is it. We've just given up a massive chunk player there because of a bit of stupidity. Um yeah. But... We won at the end of the day. I mean, yeah, I, I'm,
3: I, not he I, I, I'm not like only reaches. I'm not like you, where you, obviously at the time you said that you felt sorry for him when you you saw him put the helmet on. I, I at that point I didn't give a shit. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm not like I, I I feel a bit sorry for him now, but yeah, I'm still glad he done it.
1: I'm glad he did it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm
3: thank still glad him he for done it. More. Let's be honest. Let's let's. Like as a human being, yeah, I do feel sorry for him and the stuff that's gonna happen and that come his way, like it still happens to D Ford now. Mm. Um he need, he needs to find a way to 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 silence those people to 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 not to to try trying try to find a way to ignore them. That's now part of what he needs to do because people are gonna say stuff, he needs to find a way to like drown it out almost. But the Chiefs fan in me is absolutely delighted that he's done it. Yeah. Because I did not want that game going to overtime. None of us did. Because we just didn't have the personnel. We didn't have the bodies for that game to be any longer. Yeah. It was already taken a toll. If that game went to overtime, the Bengals would have won. That, I, that um, kick was all or nothing, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 And so well, they wouldn't have had an I don't think they would have had an opportunity to kick if they hadn't that play hadn't happened. I still think they would have been out of range and what would have been eight seconds, no timeouts. From yeah. Mahomes to get a few more yards, the Bengals probably would have just played the sidelines. And the Chiefs wouldn't have been able to get the kick away. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad he done it. I feel sorry for what's gonna happen, like for what's coming his way. Yeah. But yeah, I'm pleased. I'm, I am pleased that he did push my homes out of bounds because, yeah, it sent us to the Super Bowl. Does that make me a bad person?
1: No, I makes you a Chiefs fan, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you a Chiefs fan. Yeah, no, like, like I said, I, I do, I did feel sorry for him, but. Yeah, I, we're going to Super Bowl. <laughs>
3: That's the end of the story, is it, basically? <laughs> Drinks on the side. <laughs> Speaking of Super Bowl, we're going to Dublin.
1: We are. Mm. Unless we win a, a couple of tickets from Coca-Cola again, maybe. Mm
3: yeah i haven't entered any competitions yet this time other, um, other
1: drinks are available
3: <laughs> yeah Man, <laughs> we're, mate we're not the bbc we can talk about coca-cola
1: i love coca-cola it's my favorite brand it's my go-to <laughs> brand i drink it every day i drink it more
3: than water <laughs> yeah do you know I'm, I'm actually a pepsi guy so i've i, I felt bad taking super bowl tickets of yeah. the coca-cola people um, yeah um but we are going to Dublin, so we might as well just use this part of the podcast to advertise our meet meetup that we're attending, the Arrowheads yeah. abroad meetup in Dublin. If there are any British fans that listen to this podcast, I'd like to think there are some. <laughs> Given oh, for that, me we, and you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> other than other than our wives, um, yeah, I would like to think there are other people that listen to this podcast. But we are heading to Dublin with the Arrowheads abroad crew. Um, there's about I think there's about twenty of us so far, isn't there? There's a reason but, we're going to Dublin, isn't there, Tom? Why is that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to Dublin, I think it was just cheap flights. I yeah, that's I, just, all it was. I, I, I just got FOMO. That's why I'm going. <laughs> um, yeah, um, yeah. No, we're, we're going to Dublin. We we don't know whereabouts in Dublin yet. I'm sure we'll have more details on that next week. But yeah, if you're if you're in Ireland or in the UK somewhere or even Europe, get yourself a little flight. Get over to Dublin. Come get have a beer up, with us. Come have a beer. And enjoy the Super. Like everyone enjoys watching the Super. Don't watch it at home anyway nah get yourself get yourself to Dublin with us have yourself a Guinness like yeah. I don't even like Guinness but I'm going to drink one because I'm in Dublin when in Rome and all that <laughs> and yeah um, do you know actually I'm doing we're doing the Guinness factory tour and in it you can like pay to have like you know obviously they draw shamrocks in it and stuff like yeah, that yeah yeah I might I might do it with free. I might get them to draw three Lombardies in the top of mine yeah might, that's a good yeah, idea I might, yeah. I might to do that.
1: yeah yeah I might go a bit in more intricate seats. I might test them a little bit. I might see if they can do the uh, Lamar Hunt
2: badge.
0: <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs>
1: Jesus, that
3: would be testing. it? I want yeah. it right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do it again. Do it again. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow yeah. Uh, but yeah, get yourself to Dublin. Go on, do it. Right, should we take a quick break? Yeah, let's do it.
1: Let's do a quick break. And when we come back, we'll be talking about the other championship game between the 49ers and the Eagles. Hi there and welcome back to the Great British Chiefs show with Brad and Tom. We're going to be talking about the NFC Championship game, which was between the 49ers and the Eagles. And me and you both watched this game as well, didn't we, mate? We were watching it through Zoom and uh, we uh, we were looking forward to a, a real tough matchup game. This, I think we were all building this up as this was going to be a really tough matchup between two great teams because the 49ers have been absolutely dominant recently. And uh, we mentioned Brock Purdy as well in the first half of the show that, you know, he's been doing some wonderful things and um, the Eagles have probably one of the best defenses in the league. I think it's number one, ranked number one in the league at the minute. So it was going to be a hell of a game.
3: Wasn't it Tom? Then it wasn't. <laughs> How <laughs> boring was that? I felt bad for the. I I I I did feel bad for the Forty ers but I just felt bad for NFL fans in general because that should have been one head of a game, and we were just robbed. We were just robbed of a, of a good game. Like, did we really learn much about the Eagles from that yeah, game? Yeah. Like, if you're gonna be, if you're writing a preview about the Eagles for next week, are are you really gonna use the Forty ers game as because by the end of it, the 49ers just looked like they'd given up. They just weren't tested, enough. were they? They, they, they just had enough them. because yeah. it just wasn't it just wasn't a competition. As soon as like I don't know how much we don't we'll never know what Brock Purdy was going to play like in that game. But from what we've seen in the last seven games, he's been more than serviceable for the 49ers. He looks after the ball very well. But obviously he has that play where his elbow kind of gets bent, all sorts yeah. of way, just horrible, horrible. Um, and then obviously well we do see him again, but he goes out of the game for a a few drives and it's just like what was that game after that Mm. point we had Christian McCaffrey one good run for the 49ers but the Eagles had it in hand. I I would say mostly yeah they offensively they they had some drives which didn't particularly work out for them there was a lot of I think there was three free and outs in a row for the the Eagles so maybe the Chiefs can use that as I don't know they can use that as encouragement that the Eagles offense can be stopped but in The end, the Eagles got the better of the 49ers, but the 49ers by midway through the second half just looked like a team that knew that there was just no hope for them. Yeah, it,
1: it wasn't like the appetizer that we thought we were going to get, you know, no. in the first game before the Chiefs game. And yeah, we thought it was going to be getting us up, you know, fired up for the, the next game coming. And uh, I think we sat and looked at our phone for most of the game, didn't we? Yeah, because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it was just that diabolical. But but this is what we're saying about. Teams just finding a way like the difference between the 49ers and the Chiefs. The Chiefs went through a lot of crap. They, they you know, they, they hit loads of injuries. You know, Tony going down, um, you know, only having backup kind of uh receivers on there or, or receivers that were kind of banged up as well. And, and 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 find a way and not having a really kind of an established run game. And we had that with the 49ers, they were getting injuries left, right, and center. I mean, Nick Bosa got banged up a little bit, didn't he? He was still playing, but he still got banged up. and it's players like that, that that teams like that that they started to crumble because of those talisman players, yeah. Um, and that was what the fear was, really. I think for the for myself before the actual Chiefs game, because I thought, God, if you know, if Mahomes get, goes down injured with his ankle, yeah, who have we got left? I know we've got Henny, and we all believe in Chad Henny, but you know, it's 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 this kind of fine margins now that we're talking about with mm-hmm. games like this when you are one game away from the Super Bowl. Yep. And you've been flying high for so long and it just takes a few players to go down injured and it just crumbles down around you. Yep. That's what the 49ers were feeling. And and I feel sorry for Shanahan and I feel sorry for, for Kittle and everybody like that, but they just really weren't... They, they, they couldn't overcome it because they didn't have somebody there who was leading the charge. And that was the difference between the Niners and the, the Chiefs. We had somebody still leading the charge. They didn't.
3: Yeah, like, I... I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah. Do, you know who, do you know who was happy the Eagles won? This guy. Because <laughs> I'm going to go find this audio in a minute. But we're going to go back to one of our August shows and our, our pre-season prediction shows. And I'm going to get you to insert the audio just here. And one of us has to say it. So I'm going to say the Kansas City Chiefs, make the podcast. Make the podcast, make the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, only because that's who they are, that's that's the team they want to be. That's they are they have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. And I think when it comes to playoffs, that counts for them more than anything. So you, I think the Chiefs are still the class of the AFC, despite what happened last year. Even um, with the young team? Even with the young team, I still think they can win the Super Bowl. And if uh, I had to say which team do I trust the most out of everyone in the AFC? I think the Chiefs are the team I trust the most. I don't expect them to be the number one seed because of strength for schedule. That's the only reason why I don't expect them to be the number one seed. I think the Bills will have that. When it comes to the playoffs, I trust Patrick Mahomes, I trust Andy Reid over anyone else. So I will always go for the AFC uh, team being the Chiefs. On the other side, now you thought you were left field with yours, cowboy pick. Uh, I'm, I'm, do you know what I'm doing? I, I, I'm kind of rooting for this team a little bit this year. All right. I've, I like the Eagles. Really? Yeah. yeah. I like the Eagles a lot this year. That's right. This guy right here. Who is that guy? This guy right here. <laughs> told you the Chiefs and Eagles would be in the Super Bowl. In fact, I backed it. I backed the Chiefs to beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl all the way back in August when no one believed in us. No one believed in the Chiefs. No one believed in the Eagles, Like as if you would believe in the Eagles. But I did. I believed in the Eagles. I believed in the Chiefs. And now the Chiefs playing the Eagles in the Super Bowl. And I stand to make some money. In fact, I'm going to make money. I've decided. Because I've got a bet, one hundred twenty-five to one. I don't know what that is in American odds. It's like plus one thousand something. I don't know. I don't know how it works. It's all backwards. I think it might even be plus plus ten thousand yeah. in American odds. But anyways, I've got the I've got this bet on Chiefs to beat the Eagles. I've decided to take the coward's way out. I'm going to put whatever I don't know, but I've got six hundred pounds to win if the Chiefs beat the Eagles. Sod that. I'm going to put £300 on the Eagles. Whoever wins, doesn't matter. I'll win £300 regardless. <laughs> just, you so i going what? to have a stress-free game. That's a good
1: way of winning some money, yeah. there, isn't it? Just backing yeah. it
3: up. I'm just going to back the Eagles, and then it doesn't matter who wins. <laughs> so you've got the I'll Chiefs win.
1: anyway, but then you're just going to back the Eagles as well.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I've, I've got the Chiefs on I've, I've got That's the Chiefs smart. on £600 bet. Why not just back the Eagles as well and just take £300 regardless who wins? Yeah. I, know I could just concentrate behind a cheese fan that night. There you go. That's Dublin. <laughs> well, getting it's Dublin drunk pay- Guinness. Is Dublin paid for? Well, that might be like two pints in Dublin for whatever. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. I don't even know what the going rate is with Guinness over there.
3: Yeah, neither no, neither no, no, yeah. Um, What's your early right? Because we're going to do a preview of this show of this game, obviously next week. What are your early thoughts on the Eagles? How, and how have you, how much have you watched them this year? Um,
1: to be honest, I haven't taken them as seriously. I must admit, do um, you know when you just think there's a team that just kind of like goes ahead, they get the one scene and and they've done it because they've had, had a, a really good, really easy kind of uh, yeah. seasonal schedule and then they just kind of drop off in the playoffs. I, I was expecting the Eagles to drop off and I actually thought the 49ers were going to get there, I must admit. But um, seeing them on that game, yeah, I didn't get much from that previous game, but seeing how their defence plays, I mean, it it is a phenomenal defense, but Mm -hmm. have they really played somebody like a Mahomes-led offense? That's my that's my that's the I think that's the hopeful
3: thing for me on this is. Well, who who would you class as a Mahomes-led offense? What what teams in the league would you class as that?
1: Well, there isn't anyone. Yeah, (laughs) that's my that's my point. So it's like, are they good because they played decent teams, decent decent offenses, but not brilliant? Um, or are they really legit? And I don't want to be sounding like disrespectful because I don't want to be coming off as a Bengals fan here, but I just feel like the Chiefs will have something extra against them because their defence is great, and Jalen Hurts has been playing brilliantly as well as the, as the quarterback, but he's also kind of injured as well. I mean, he played all right the other night, but the way they kept using him, in the run game, I was saying to you, wasn't I? I? was saying, they're going to get him killed because he was just, he was running and running, even towards yeah, like...
3: That means to, to me, so it tells me that he's probably fitter than... Well, yeah, than it he probably lives. is. But
1: yeah. to risk him like that, I thought that's a bit dangerous. And especially in the game, the way the game was playing as well, I thought, well, take him out, what are you doing? But I honestly think the Chiefs, the Chiefs run defence will, sna- will snaffle that. That run that run run attack is very good that it, it, it's, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. But I think the Chiefs defence has been kind of almost set up for this because they're the teams they played previously. Um no. seriously, I, I honestly, I honestly <laughs> think that the uh the the Chiefs defence will hold up, but it's how Mahomes and Court are going to really kind of crack this like right. number one defense because we, we, I mean, think about it this way: we've gone through some real tough games, and we went through a, a real tough game in the last one as well. Yeah, tough games, tough teams to break down, and it's that kind of mentality that you need to just take with you into this kind of game. And I think the Chiefs feel
3: invincible right now. I've just looked through the Eagles' schedule. Yeah, again, we will have a proper preview next week means we're gonna actually have to watch some film, do some research, you know, actually find that's some great. things out about the Eagles. We have to watch another I've got team. I've got I've got a mate at work that supports the Eagles. I might just ask him for his thoughts. Um <laughs> wanna get him on instead of you next yeah, week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if I'm not here next week it's my mate Dave that's <laughs> going to be on the podcast.
2: <laughs> <You>?
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyways I'm looking at the um the Eagles and who they've played in I think the offense that they're probably you can say is closest to the Chiefs is probably the Cowboys, because the Cowboys had a good offensive time this this year. Like I'm not comparing yeah. Dak and Mahomes, but yeah. like high powered offense.
1: Yeah,
3: and it's the Cowboys to, scored...
1: the closest it'll be. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, yeah. I've when looking at the Eagle schedule, absolutely, the Cowboys scored forty of, forty on them on Christmas Eve, forty points, right. which is encouraging. But obviously, on the flip side of that. Everyone was saying how good the Cowboys' defense was this past year, and the Eagles scored 34 on them. So yeah, they lost the game, but there was points to be had for both teams. So Dak that day went 27 to 35, 347 and three TDs. That's so, a
1: normal Mahomes performance.
3: That's basically the normal the normal Mahomes performance. Yeah. So yeah, um, they can be scored on. The Lions scored points on them. the Packers, scored points on them. Um, yeah, I mean, even. Yeah, no one else did. To the Packers have been terrible this year. The Packers scored 33 points against them. The Lions scored 35 points against them. But hmm. I, I just, the way they've blown out the last two teams in the playoffs, yes, okay, the 49ers game doesn't really count and the Giants were a bit crap. But them just, what they've scored, what, 69 points in two games? It's hmm. not, it's not bad, is it? Let's be honest. I think, hmm. I think whatever the over is, for the Super Bowl, I think you should absolutely hammer it because yeah. I think it's going to be like their last Super Bowl against the Patriots was one of the best Super Bowls I've ever watched. Yeah. And it wouldn't be surprising if we saw a similar sort of game in terms of uh, action and points being scored. Yeah. But again, we'll preview that next week. We've got, yeah. we got, oh, we got next week to worry about that. I don't have to talk to Bleeding Green Nation, the Eagles' <laughs> FB Nation site, for another week or so. You're just teasing the fan
1: base. That's what you're doing, mate. You're just tantalising, aren't yeah. you? So we'll hear from Dave, your Eagles fan, next week. Yep. Uh, you should probably take some notes. Get some notes <laughs> yeah. off Dave and read them out on here. <laughs> what he yeah. thinks.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Dave's takes.
3: New new segment, <laughs> Dave's takes. <laughs> <laughs> so one, one more point before we get out of here.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: New Heights podcast. Do you reckon that's going to be the most listened to American football podcast of all time? It's Just going to be lit.
1: Yeah, it's going to be lit this week. Yeah. It's going to be lit this week and next week. Because yeah. I hope them to just trash talk each other right the way throughout the show.
3: Yeah, I'm really, I am really interested to see. I think this week will be quite jovial. Yeah. I'm really intrigued to see how next week goes though. Yeah. And even more so, I'm even more intrigued to to listen to the one, hopefully, with the Chiefs winning, the one after the Super Bowl as well. Yeah. Because. will they do one though, that's the thing. <laughs> or will, I
1: mean, will will one or the other just kind of refuse to talk in that in that show? Like,
3: what do you do if you're the parent? Which ones do you support?
1: Man, I mean, I don't know which locker room I'd be in. I really don't. <laughs> I really have no idea. Um, I mean, obviously, being a Chiefs fan, anyway, I'd be obviously in the Chiefs. You know, I'd be on the Travis Kelsey side. But like you said, if you're a parent, it's it's tough, man. It's tough, you can't choose. You're yeah. choosing, aren't you?
3: You're, cho- <laughs> You're Yeah, I'm thinking about. It. I absolutely am making a decision and rolling with it. My, my, my I eldest sorry
1: for your boys, everybody. my <laughs> eldest
3: son's already telling me that he wants to support Tottenham. So it's ah, you know. So you got two boys now. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. The, the yeah, the other one. <laughs> but the yeah. one's living in the shed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He does. He genuinely does. He. he I think he's that sick of football that he's telling me that he supports Tottenham now. Um, <laughs> That's
1: a cry for help, that mate, isn't it? That's yeah.
3: A cry for help. <laughs> oh, I've already failed you. <laughs> Where's the other ones?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, but you never know. Mama and Daddy Kelsey might have been, might have had like their favourite teams growing up, and you're like. You they might yeah you're right you might um like i've always wondered if one of my boys played for arsenal and they played spur sorry if one of my boys played for tottenham and they played arsenal and they scored against arsenal i i've always wondered what i what would my emotions be would my would my 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 parental instincts be ah oh, look at my son or do i go do my instincts and when i was been from five years old all the way through to like 45 where i've lived Lev bread breathe this one particular team. Do they take over? And I, I end up giving out the whack sign to my son. I was
1: going to say, Tom, you're you're you're
3: singing. You're ch- you're
1: starting the chant that is a <laughs> whack. <Yeah. laughs> That's
3: what you're doing. That's what you're yeah. doing. Yeah, uh, I probably would. <laughs> I lost him kids. in the tunnel. I love my kids, <laughs> but I love Arsenal. Oh, not... I'm not going to say more. Almost as much. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: so, so you think that they're going to pick a side, but not like kind of knowingly, so that either of them know? Do you think they'll they'll secretly have a side that they're going to be rooting for
3: more? Uh, I don't know. They're probably <laughs> better They're probably bad people than I am. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's me playing the dad card of like ah no, oh, no, I don't think I could ever choose. You're like,
3: no, I'm absolutely choosing. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which one's going to win me the most money?
1: <laughs> <laughs> or which Super Bowl ring will look the nicest?
3: That's true. Oh, I bet they're going to cheer on Jason because Jason's <laughs> time is running out. You reckon? Yeah. They're probably thinking, oh Jason, this, be, this might be his last shot at a Super Bowl ring. The and they're probably songs. looking at Travis and thinking, oh, he's got Pat, they'd be fine. They get another one.
1: <laughs> they're gonna get another ten, you're all right. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, I genuinely that might be the case. You reckon? Yeah. We need to get Mama Kelsey on this podcast and just yeah, and ask her that. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, that's her question. <laughs> yeah.
1: Mama yeah. Papa Kelsey. Come on, then who you choosing. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I I couldn't decide, but yeah, I'm not you, mate. I'm really not. <laughs> anyway, but we're, we're going to have that uh, We're gonna have that preview show, aren't we, next week? But We're going to have to do something. We're going to have to have some kind of like party atmosphere or something in the background or something. I don't know. Something to get us
3: G'd up for it because I feel
1: a bit, I don't feel as like, you know, pumped up for this game yet. It's because
3: you're about, still getting over the high of being Cincinnati. That's why. Yeah. You're still on a high for that, but you haven't even thought about, you haven't even properly thought about the Eagles yet. Super, uh-huh. The Super Bowl thing will kick in next week and it will kick in. Yeah. We, you're right, though. We do need to find a way to make our podcast next week more interesting because you can't have an hour of us trying to give takes on film analysis of the Eagles and the Chiefs because it just won't work. It maybe won't
1: Eagles, work. maybe Eagles Dave might bring up some ideas.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's get Eagles, David. So we're open to suggestions. What, yeah. what do you want from the podcast next week? Tweet us or leave a comment, anything you want. You you tweet us or leave a, a review with what you want from this week's podcast, or next week's podcast, in in terms of the Chiefs-Eagles, and we will try and deliver on that front. <laughs> oh, God, but you, what do you signed us up to
1: there, mate? Right then, that's all we've got time for this week. Stick around. Said,
3: by the way, we said before we got on, this was going to be a short show.
1: Yeah, we and did. here we are, <laughs> nearly an hour
3: later, still talking nonsense.
1: I think it's because we were talking about all the trash talk from the Bengals. It's yeah. just brilliant. It's just sweet, and I just want to talk yeah. about it forever. And 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 plus, we didn't really have a chat after the game because we were straight on the socials anyway, talking to yeah, everybody yeah. else. So yeah, it, it's true. been nice therapy session again, mate. It really has. Yeah. Uh, right, that's all we've got time for this week. Stick around on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network for more Chiefs content. And when you get a minute, head over to our website, www.arrowheadpride.com, for more in-depth news and articles on your beloved Chiefs. But all that's left to say here is, from one kingdom to another, we'll speak to you again soon.